Welcome to the This hey. Ain't That Podcast. We back. Episode six of the This Ain't That Podcast with none other than me, Big Dez, and my main man, Rick Please. We what got a special do? guest in the building. Miss <laughs> Shyla. I was about to say, you want me to say it? <laughs> nah, nah. Say, yeah. So go ahead and um, you know, tell everybody who you are, you know, where they can find you, what you got going on. So so we can get that part out of the way. I'm I'm in school. That's what you talk Yeah. I graduate next month. Okay. Can't really find me because I deleted a lot of my social media except for Instagram. I got that right now. Okay, you on the ground with it. I don't have no like you said what? You on the ground. That's what they can find. I mean, give me your Instagram name, let people know where they can find you. It's just not it's too long. It's too many A's. Oh my gosh. It's just my name, Shyla. With how many A's? I don't know, like 12 or 13. Shy <laughs> <laughs> right, Glizzy. Okay. Shy Glizzy is our special guest on episode yeah. six with a whole bunch of A's. <laughs> yeah, so we're glad to have you here. No, thank you for pulling up and messing with us. Well, thank you, Brad. Um, if you're not familiar, every time we have a guest, we started off with a little icebreak or something like. So, two truths and a lie. Oh shit! So go ahead. Thank you. Hold on. You got to figure it out. Sheesh. This is hard. Take your time, my good sister. This is really only easy for people who can lie on the spot. Like if you can't <laughs> lie on the spot, this game hard. Yeah, see, I, don't, I can't. I think I think my problem is I tell the truth too much. So oh, you too real. Oh, you too, too real, real for this shit. You too real to play this game. Too honest sometimes. You know what I mean? You too honest. You quit school because they play at recess. And you, that's the type of shit you on. <laughs> <laughs> no, nigga. Wait, hold on. Two truths and a lie. Should have had the Jeopardy music playing. You should have, cause shit. <laughs> this is hard. I know you done lied to at least a couple niggas in the last 24 hours. Niggas? Yeah, you lied to somebody. Come on, we need two of them. Maybe, but. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> there you go, don't incriminate yourself. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. I don't really got nothing. You know what? I don't want get... to be lame. You wanna what? I don't want it to be lame. Like, oh, my favorite color is purple. You know what I mean? Yeah, that ain't okay. Yeah. All right, this is this what we're gonna do. We're gonna give you some time and we're gonna go over our parlay segment. Yeah. And then we're gonna double back <clears throat> to your yeah, two cause... truths and a lie. Yeah, because yeah. you're not you're not off the hook for that at all. So we, we want we want you to make it hard. So Please. we finna <laughs> we to cover our parlay segment and we're gonna yeah, double get back. that shit out the way. Um yeah. Uh uh second In time introducing this segment, another day, another parlay, where um, you know, we live to bet another day over here. And uh um, and, and honestly, I'm not living. Like honestly, I'm really ready to get this shit up. At first, I was uh live by the parlay, die by the parlay. But lately, I just been dying. Like Yo, the streets, been... how you messed our money, messed up the church's money, please. First, first off, so my man's is in Atlanta. I'm in Michigan, of course. Anybody familiar with this app? You can't bet in Georgia. So every day, about ten o'clock, we got a conference call, and we go over the d- delays for the day. Yeah. 
So one day we put together a nice little lay. It's looking good. It's about what a seven team lay. Yep. We get down to five, and it ain't looking too good at the moment. So I'm panicking. Palm sweating. So I'm panicking. So I hit I hit him in the group chat. And I'm like, so what you want to do? Should we cash out? We still would have won. We won a little bit. So should we cash out or should we let him ruin his lay? Well, he texts didn't really register to me because I'm nervous. So I'm I'm trying to get these little couple extra dollars. We've been getting killed. So I cash out. I go back and reread the text. He didn't tell me to cash out. <laughs> so now, now we threw. I cash out. The team ended up covering the spread. And it was two games left in this parlay. The next team covered the spread. Yeah. Luckily, the last team, which was Gonzaga, they they blew the spread open. So we'd have still lost, but our cash out would have been bigger if we'd have let that last if the sixth team play out. But you know, just just the uh that's what happens with these parlays, man. You yeah. be on a losing streak, you ain't won in about a week, two weeks. I'm you retired get, now. You trying to get anything? I'm retiring after today, man. I, I, Wait, I, so is this that is this that uh betting app that you're talking about? Yeah, yep. FanDuel. Hmm. Yeah. I'm so scared to join that. People be losing so much money on there. Yeah. People also I owe, be winning. I owe a few niggas, you know. Okay. <laughs> How much money have y'all lost on there? <laughs> I just come out. <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I, I owe a couple niggas. I've been ducking a couple yeah. niggas. Uh, I, I think so far I lost like a scholarship. I could have sent somebody to school. Um, yeah, I definitely could have paid for a BBL. <laughs> you know. Um, Bookie, he done sent me a picture outside of my son's school, you know. Oh. And uh, yeah, it's not yeah. looking too good. I think I'm about to retire soon. Are um, huh? Y'all don't be sick about that when y'all lose all that money? Yeah, of course. It's been many sleepless nights. Many. Yeah. See, see, but the thing about FanDuel is it kind of gets you because you can bet any dollar amount. So you might be betting $5 here, $10 there, 15, 50, you know, so you can bet anything. But once that shit get to adding up, it's kind of like, cause you'll throw a parlay together and bet 50 on it. Then the first leg automatically go wrong. So now you're trying to build another one real quick and yeah. that might be another 25. So you'll fuck around and you know, you'll be a couple hundred dollars in and one night, just trying to win, but when you win, though, you don't think you about none of that. You don't yeah. think about none of that. Yeah, I talk to niggas different when I win. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> right, you to but, yeah. but um, <clears throat> I just want to let y'all know: don't be surprised if this segment does not go on for much. Yeah, longer. this is not an advice, a gambling advisory uh, segment. We are not uh, experts in no way, shape, or form with this stuff. We also don't encourage y'all to fuck up the money. I know everybody got a little couple extra dollars these days, you know. Yeah, um, it's life after stimulation. But life after stimulation it does go on. So yeah, Shall please don't get stimulated? fuck your money up. Mm-mm. Did you get stimulated? Nope. Damn. Damn. <laughs> Sorry to hear that. I know y'all saw uh, Justin, LA boy, face. Uh-huh. What do you say? Dudes was uh sending a uh stimulus to people, you know. Yeah, I, I, of course. I, I, I know y'all. I tricked it. I tricked off at least eight percent of it. Who who I ain't sending a 
I don't even have cash up, so. Yes, you do. I tricked off off anywhere from 8 to 12% of my stimulus on nails and eyebrows and lashes. Did you get, did did, did you get, did you get tricked off though? Did like somebody, (laughs) did somebody bless you with some of their stimulus? Because I mean, it's a cycle. You got to keep the world going around. Yes. No, no, no. Nobody paid for nothing for you. Nope. Wow. Mm. Hmm. Me either, so don't feel bad. Don't feel bad. <laughs> if you want to throw your cash app out there, you know, maybe somebody that's listening will, will you know, who knows? We got people that, you know, that listen to stuff like this and be more than willing to help out. Nah, it's okay. It's all right, fella. She do not need the bag. She is okay. Yeah, she good. At least not on air. Maybe if y'all, maybe if y'all put a lot of them A's in Instagram and find her, you know, maybe the, it's a different story. Yeah, you might get a different no type thing. of energy. I'm my way. No thanks. <laughs> Great. No. So, so life after. Up. Hold on. Wait. Where, wait. Where before, before. No. Before we go forward, uh-huh. I've been seeing talk about a fourth stimmy. What? Oh yeah. Did you know? Hey, Joe, good with me. He can. Hey, he can come to the cookout or hey, wherever you want to come. Uh, them Biden bucks is unlimited over there. He's sending this shit out. Wait, so don't families with kids get like $800 per month or something like that? Oh, yeah. We're supposed to start. I think it's like in July. We're supposed to get. I thought it was just three, but I don't know. We're supposed to get like a monthly stipend from like July to like December or something like that. I thought that was I thought that was only because, you know, the, they changed the tax credit to thirty six hundred. And mm-hmm. people that filed their taxes before that bill went into um, whatever you want to call it, like before it was made an actual bill, the uh-huh. tax credit was only 3000 So the people who filed taxes before the bill was passed, they'll get $100 a month from July to December to, to equal that oh, 3600 okay. I think okay. that's what it is. Don't quote me. I, I don't know shit about shit, but I don't know. I'm gonna ask my cousin. Yeah, I'm gonna ask my cousin that work at the Pentagon. Yeah, ask cuz. Let her let her know what's going on because uh, he's a janitor, but you know, he be in all the files. You know how to do it. You work third shift and you be like just sifting through stuff. Yeah, you that's how I be getting most of my information. Yeah, ask cuz because uh I heard that a few different times, but I think what's what's right is a hundred dollars a month. Cause I don't see them just passing out motherfuckers three hundred a month from July to December. That's a whole other stimmy. Mm. But I hope I wish that was true. I need that. Nice though. I'm fucked up, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. This I've been telling a few people the same thing, and the pressure is on now. So I really need that. I need a stimulus to slide back through. <laughs> I got a few women thinking I'm living the same life. Damn. All the time, but you really not niggas eat niggas back to eating ramen noodles. <laughs> no, I still got uh, a few groceries left from that. So <laughs> I, ain't really, I ain't really back to where I started. <clears throat> but no stimulation. Is, I mean, it did what it was supposed to do. It stimulated the economy. I mean, I'm glad everybody spent it where it was supposed to go. Like, it, I don't feel like it should have went to nothing specifically, unless she was down bad. But even if he was down bad, that little money wasn't going to change your situation. So you probably should just spend it on whatever you want to spend it on at that point. Because, um, I mean, if you like five, six months behind in rent, that 1400 definitely wasn't going to put a dent in it. They still going to kick you out once all this shit over with. So 
at that point, you should put it on whatever you're gonna put it on. That makes sense. Yeah. So, so, so we we in March 2021, a yep. year after lockdown, like when lockdown was first introduced. So, anniversary. Looking back, how did y'all see like it would go? It would be this much. It would go this far. Or did y'all not really have any expectations? Because if you remember, Didi, I think I still owe you a pint. Because you do, because uh, <laughs> last year we was coming to Atlanta in June, yeah, like April. Uh, we bet I was like, Man, this shit gonna be over in 30 days. Yo, this no, shit gonna be over in 30 days. <laughs> Next we're gonna day three, we're gonna we on, <laughs> on day 378. <laughs> we're gonna 400 days. <laughs> this shit has not left. Yeah, so did y'all, did y'all, <laughs> I got you, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> did y'all did y'all think like it was gonna get this bad? I know Charlie, you work in a hospital, so like you know you yeah. you kind of yeah trauma. you behind the scenes with it. So let us know what it's like on that side of it. Um, I think at first I was like I was deathly scared, just like everybody else. Like I was so scared. Like I was scared to go into work. I was getting anxiety about it. I just didn't know what I was gonna face at work every day. Like having to strip down before I go in the house and just being so conscious like about everything I was just as worried as everybody else was you know because we see everything in there but like now I'm not as scared but back then I didn't know what to expect like I was I just didn't know how it would turn out I didn't know it would drag out like this like it was just like a horror story it's like the zombie movies that we see on tv and then you got the news making it out to be like some stuff like that that makes you even more worried like, yeah. Did you ever think about quitting? Like, did you? Did yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> I know, yeah. like, I was paranoid at first. Like, I was to the point, like, I was one of the people who, like, when I went grocery shopping, when I came in, like, I would disinfect and wipe all of the groceries before I put them up, like, all oh, the shit. shit that I had packaged. Um, just because I got asthma, so I'm high risk, you know what I'm saying? And I was like, I'd be damned if this virus killed me. I'm straight. But Man. working in a hospital, at the height of it, like when it was real bad and like that's all you seen on the news is like thousands of deaths and it's not a lot of space. I think I would have quit, honestly. Me personally, yeah. I, I don't think I would have been able to to fight through that just because like you 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 fighting a lot of stuff. Like this is something that we ain't never expect to happen. Right. You going you going through it and it's like you you have to you have to no matter what you do, you have to deal with it. No matter if that's where your job is at or, or anything. So I couldn't imagine having to deal with it in your everyday life and in your work life. I think that would that would have did it for me. Yeah, I, I thought about it, but then I also thought about like as long as I protect myself, I'll be okay. You know, like if you take the proper steps and use the PPE that you're supposed to, you'll be okay. But it, it also was like if I'm not gonna do it, somebody else is gonna have to do it. And nobody right. else, they're not gonna hire anybody in this time. Nobody's gonna wanna work here. Right. So I was just like, you know, that it makes you feel good to know that you're there for people and they're like darkest times. And you can be yeah. that support to them and and just help right. them through it. Cause you just as scared as them, but you can't show them that, you know? Right. So, and shout out to all of y'all. Shout out to all yeah, y'all. Y'all first responders and y'all first line people, man. Y'all y'all really kept the world spinning. So shout out to to you and your um, you know, y'all team, whatever. That's how I, like I that. said, that's a that's a um that's a hard space to not like be selfish in because yeah. 
you working there, you gotta you going home to your family, you know, so you you could potentially take it back in. Yeah. So yeah. shout out to all of y'all, man. Y'all held yeah. it down for First us. Responders. And a year later, shit, COVID don't even exist. Y'all seen what Miami yeah. looked like last week. Because um <laughs> why y'all was definitely scared. Um let's see. <laughs> when it first happened, I didn't think it was gonna get I was I remember sitting at my desk and I was March Madness was happening. And then that's when they would start canceling shit. And I was like, damn, this shit must be like serious. Then we had came to work the next day and they called us in. We had like an all team meeting. It was like, yeah, from this day forward, we'll be working remotely. We'll be passing our laptops. Everybody will be working from home. And they said we was going to do it for 10 days. And then we was going to revisit it on the 10th day. And shit, niggas ain't revisited since then. I mean, I'm still, I go into work, but it's still, it's not required of me to be there. So uh, I never would have thought this shit would have lasted as long as it did. I mean, even in Atlanta, though, we probably, for real, we probably shut down for like a month. That's Get when, the like, fuck out. Get the fuck out. It was a month. We had a real, like a month. It Y'all, was a shut month. Down. Y'all shut down for a solid week, if that. Okay, so yeah, it was probably two Because the clubs and stuff were trying to figure out how to operate without, you know, shutting down. So a lot of them transitioned into restaurants because I know Magic City was still operating. At one point, Magic City was giving like uh, virtual lap dances like on Snapchat (laughs) or like some OnlyFans shit. So (laughs) they just found a way to operate. Um, But uh, yeah, I really would have never thought this would have lasted as long as it did. Like last year, my birthday was quarantined. Like I was in the crib. I was on FaceTime with everybody. I it was just uh I would I never was definitely scared. I never was. I stopped watching the news because it was just so much negativity around it. Like if I would have found myself watching the news, I probably would have never left the house. I know a lot of news was fucking me up. That's the only time I think last year was like I paid more attention to the news than I ever like, did. Yeah. It, it basically the news was on something like you walk outside without a mask, you're probably gonna drop dead within the next Yeah, week. that's what they really feel like. So I had to stop watching the news. Uh, my relatives, it's like, oh, you still going places, you still doing stuff, you ain't being safe. It's like, you know, I am. I was doing as much as I possibly could. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to wear my mask and wash my hands. I'm not going to, um, you know, just uh, carelessly do things that I wouldn't normally partake in. Like, I, I feel like I'm a pretty, you know, clean person for the most part. So, so now, thinking back on that, so we look at where you at, you in Atlanta, we in Michigan, of course. And we, Michigan had like some of the strictest like lockdown procedures since this shit started. Like it's a year later, we still not even like halfway back to where we supposed to be. Do you think that matters? Seeing that, like I said, Atlanta was locked down for a week. It's <laughs> like uh-huh. hindsight, do you think like, okay, Michigan could have been open back up or Atlanta should have closed and been strict like Michigan? So I gotta. I feel like Michigan could have been more open, because I feel like Atlanta has accepted the fact like this is something that's here to stay. So we have to be able to operate. Like the world can't stop. Like okay, we can only do so much to control it. We can only put you know so many restrictions on people. But at the end of the day, people still gonna do what they want to do, and we still have to operate and still generate revenue. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the world should have took more of an approach like that. I think people look at it as careless, but it's not careless because, I mean, at the end of the day, stuff still had to go on. People still going to go out to eat. People still going to want to party. People still going to want to, you know, do things recreationally. So, yeah, they Atlanta found a space to be like, you know what? Let's still do it. Let's just make sure everybody wear masks. You know, let 
put all the, down there though. I mean, Damn. but if you put they put all the you know, hey, this is what could happen to you. This is these are all the things that could possibly take place if you don't follow these guidelines. So I feel like if the disclaimer is there. I mean, it's up to you at that point. Uh, you have to make the adult decisions to decide what you're going to do and not do. I agree. See, I go back and forth because I agree that it's an economy. We still have to run as a country and there's money to be made. But mm-hmm. when the expenses, like people dying, it's, it's almost like because you you can't really say, okay, this is what you should be doing. If you follow what you follow, if you don't, you don't. Because it could be people who following it to a T still catch it and give it to somebody that had nothing to do with the situation or wasn't exposing themselves or something like that. So that's where I was like, I get it. Like, I wish it was, don't get me wrong. It was definitely times where I was like, man, I wish Michigan was like wide open. This should have been so boring, but, but I understand too. Like, you know, we had to be strict because if everywhere was open like Atlanta, it'd be a lot more dead people today. I ain't gonna lie to you. So are y'all going to get vaccinated? No, I'm not getting the vaccine. <laughs> no, I, I thought about it. I thought about it. At first I said, no, I'm not. Then I thought about it. Like when the one Maybe shot shit came out. Yeah. But uh, I think that COVID is going to be something going forward. So, I mean, in the yeah. coming year, in the coming years, once I feel like they done did more research and more yeah. people get vaccinated, I might be one of them people. But yeah, I might pop up, you know, 2022. You might see me back, you know, post my vaccine card. Like, yeah. <laughs> but not right now. I feel like I'm safe. If everybody around me get vaccinated, then I'm in a good I'm in good hands then. Because we all like being good, I'm in good hands. So yeah, no. Next year. Now um we're gonna move from that to kind of the same topic. Spring break in Miami. (laughs) Everybody seen how shit was going down in Miami. Niggas are stimulated. Niggas was stimulated. Oh, they was gonna sick down there. I already know. They had Collins and Ocean looking like a fucking like Beale Street. It looked like a big ass block party out there. Man. And to all my people that been to Miami, Miami lit. Like you really can go to Miami as long as there's a lot of people there. Yeah. But it it can't be too many people, if that makes sense. Like it gotta be people, but not too many people. That looked uncomfortable. That shit was too many people. Yeah. And Niggas was down there running out on tabs, fighting. Niggas was doing a bunch of poor shit. Yeah, that yeah. You don't you don't go on vacation for those type of vibes. I don't go on vacation to be in packed places. Like I go to vacate to be, you know, not really secluded, but you know, just to, to kind of mellow things out. So to be somewhere where everybody's at, yeah, no. Nah. That's too much. Yeah. That's that that's like it's almost to the point where it's like it's not even enjoyable. Like I wouldn't be I wouldn't feel comfortable on Collins with Two three thousand people just in the middle of a street like that's that's not fun to me. But to the people that went, if y'all enjoyed yourself, that's really all that matter. Y'all spent y'all buying bucks on that. So so come to find out, that was actually spring break, and I knew a couple niggas that was there that were not in spring break age. <laughs> so I'm just trying to figure out when do you stop going to spring break? Like you actually like when does spring break don't apply to you no more? I don't really know. I don't know because like coming from Kalamazoo, you party with the old people. Like like welcome week is for the whole city. It's not just for Western. Yeah, so like, I don't really know. For me personally, I don't feel like I would 
participate in that like that's not for me but I can't say if that's not for everybody else like I can't say like you have to stop at this age no, but I wouldn't. I don't know. See, I feel like you should. My nigga, my niggas, listen to it's an age limit on going to spring break. Yeah, don't like listen if, to Charlotte. If y'all, if y'all, it's an age limit for one because niggas be twenty eight and never even went to college at all. Been on break their whole life. <laughs> your whole life, nigga. Your whole life been spring break. You couldn't come to Miami two weeks after or two weeks prior. You had to come with like, when all the kids was gonna be here. How you even know it's spring break? Like who told you? <laughs> yeah, they, it's a group chat of all old niggas. Little cuz just hit me said we everybody in Miami next week. Yeah, you know the little college female is gonna be there. We gotta slide down there. <laughs> niggas forty two. Nah, don't listen to Shyla. Shyla talking about ain't no age limit on it. Yes, it is. <laughs> you gotta stop at some point in time. Spring break is not for niggas that don't. Spring break don't apply to you unless you're an educator or yeah, uh, you're in the education field. No, it's still that's still not you okay. Still don't you still don't go nowhere where your students could possibly be at. <laughs> you a parapro. Yeah, you a parapro in Miami. <laughs> you a lunch aide in Miami talking about almost spring break too. <laughs> nah. Y'all got any crazy spring break stories? Shiloh? I like you said, I never went to on spring break ever. I never. I was about to say, as many years as I've been in school, I ain't never been, I never traveled on spring break. Yeah. Wait, me and Taylor did, we, one year we did a road trip to Atlanta. How was that? Uh, it was so fun. Because we just yeah. woke up and we're like, let's go to Atlanta. And we just went. Nothing crazy happened? Nothing crazy. Like y'all ain't taking you all Y'all, y'all, nah, y'all, y'all, had, y'all had a hotel room. Y'all, y'all had everything y'all needed. <laughs> Yeah, that was wild. They was they was really in Miami at U-Haul. <laughs> I had everything y'all say. So it wasn't nothing wild, it was just a random road trip. Nah. I mean we, we used to get drunk, but we we wasn't wild. Okay. I, I wanna do that. I've been thinking about that lately, just taking like a random vacation, like really not planned, like on some weekend type shit. Yeah. You should. You should. I did it. I went to LA by myself. By yourself? See you 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 <laughs> You you uh was it a homeboy there? No, I went by myself. You sure this was not a homeboycation? Yeah. No, I went by myself. Do you know what a homeboycation is? I know what a homeboycation is. What's a homeboycation? Come on, talk to the people because people seem to not know what a homeboycation is. <laughs> Your homeboy fly you out. Okay. Good time. Okay, you know the math then. Okay, look at you. You did. Yeah. You gotta do nothing. You know, yeah. you enjoy enjoy the time. That's yeah. your homeboy. Yeah. Yeah, see? Ain't it, so you feel like it ain't nothing wrong with that? No. Absolutely not. No. So, so your homeboy can fly you out. No problem. Yeah, if I had a homeboy, yeah. Do y'all got to get separate rooms? No, but we ain't doing nothing. So same bed or y'all got to have two rooms? <laughs> y'all come in one room with the double queen? Yeah, what's the rules to the? Because um, so I so let me let me let me give you the backstory on why he asked this. So Please. we we introduced something on the timeline this week called a homegirlcation. Yeah, and I think a, a few people was confused. A people a few people got what it meant, but a few yeah. people was confused because like a few of my homegirl, a couple of my homegirls was like, we should do something. I was like, yeah, you not that homegirl. Nah, <laughs> it's somebody that you mess that you that you are establishing. A friendship with, yeah. You know so I mean? not the homie, but the homie. Yeah, somebody you like a little bit, but you're not really 
fucking with oh, like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that's really, yeah. you don't want to put no title or nothing. So that's your home, girl. That's your yeah. home. You don't have no issues with that. That's you feel like that's straight for you. Yeah. Okay. So so we need to so like uh, Rick said, we established this. We we put this out there, but we ain't really putting no we ain't putting no ground rules to it. So we we gonna we using this time here to elaborate on what really a homegirl homeboycation really is. Okay. So, it's somebody that you like that you ain't really you know y'all ain't really put a stamp on it yet, but you know the feelings okay. is mutual. No vibe there. The vibe is good. Interested. Y'all cool. interested. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, mutual interest. Interest. Okay. Right. And um now you the can't room post, situation. You you can't post each other on the, on the oh, home. yeah, 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 yeah. No, the home each other you, The homeboy, homegirl occasion. Um, there's no posting involved whatsoever. <laughs> we can take turns posting, like I post on Friday, you post on Saturday. No, um, not even that. Don't post oh, so no posting at all? Okay. No, you got to post when you come back. Yeah, you got to save them to your camera roll. When you okay, come back. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I can, I, can, I can deal with that. So no so no posting. Mm -hmm. Mutual no. interest. What's the room situation? Same y room. Y'all in the same room for sure. It ain't same no. It ain't, it ain't no. Yeah, I mean, why, if we're interested in each other, why would we not stay in I mean, because, you know, the, the, the sex ain't happened yet. So Okay, I don't have to. Okay. Right, so same room. Don't nothing have to happen. Okay. Gonna, now you know what I mean. From a woman's standpoint, if a nigga try it and you turn him down, and he get an attitude about it, you know what I mean. If he yeah. doesn't respect it, then you uh -huh. don't have to fuck with him when you get back home. As soon as your foot step back in that airport, you leave that nigga alone. That's the okay. thing, though. You gotta get back home. Fuck with me. <laughs> you gonna get back home. You be nice until you get back home. <laughs> But as soon as you get in the airport, it's done. Okay. Black All right. No, no, I respect that. I respect that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't think a uh, lot of women be going. You know what I mean? A lot of women definitely be going. Of, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like it's not, it's no offense to them because I support any kind of lifestyle. But like oh, is life. Have, if you if it don't feel right for you, you don't have to do it. But niggas pressure women into doing extra shit. Does that make sense? Like like niggas pressure women into sex all the time, and women feel yeah. like they have to give that to a nigga, and they don't have to. Yeah, especially when like in a vacation situation, most people think like you know if we out out of town, you know, sex is automatically attached to this, you know. Situation. Who gonna know? Who gonna who gonna see us coming out the room? Yeah. Right, no, right. just because like you don't have to fuck the guy. I don't think I don't think uh I don't think a home girl or homeboycation should go with the intentions of, of sex. Yeah, because it's, it's kind of like it's kind of like an out of town date. Like y'all, yeah, that's all it is. It's an extended day. It's a yeah, it's a continuous day. Now, if you let's not get it twisted, because you could go on a home girl homeboycation with somebody that you fucking. Yeah, that, that's that, still that, that, could, that, could, that could still be a homeboy home. Yeah, you still the homie. That's normally what it is because people don't like to. Well, men men like to be in a they like they they like to possess you, but they don't like you to possess them. So they label you as a friend or some shit, so that they don't have to get too deep and they can still do what they want to do. And you can't be mad. That's your homeboy. That's your friend. Y'all just friends. What you gonna, but a nigga will love to tell you what you can and cannot do. That's what's so crazy. Mm, yep. Yeah, sound, sound like us. Sound, sound like y'all. Like sound like never. Okay. I ain't never. In my yeah. 28 years of living, never did that. Yeah. Nah. 
I let, I let my I think, I think what it, I think what it come down to, yeah, I think what it come down to is like, like what y'all have established, like the transparency and what you, you know, because because if if y'all just plan it like that, if y'all just plan it like, no, nah, we cool, we do this from time to time, but you know, it ain't really no pressure behind that. Then can't either party get mad. What niggas get mad about is when y'all establish that, like, no, nah, we cool, we doing this, mm-hmm. ain't really no pressure behind the situation, and. Nigga, check your snap. You on vacation without him. That's where niggas get to hold on. Whoa, I thought this was, we was doing this. Hold on. That's where niggas get a little blurred line. Cause I think like I ain't, you gonna, said, I ain't gonna lie. If I took my homegirl on a homegirl vacation and then I see her on another homegirl vacation, I'm gonna be like, shit, how many homeboys you got? <laughs> <laughs> it might have just it might have just been down to y'all too. She was just yeah. trying to feel, feel oh, out shit. who was I good. mean shit, if it's just me and him, then shit, you know, shit. Wait, so yeah. I got a question. What's up? So, so the thing like Lori Harvey, the big thing about Lori Harvey and everybody being mad about that, do y'all agree that she's automatically a hoe and has to be screwing all these men just because she's nope. having fun? <clears throat> nope. She, they the homies. As far as we know, they just taking pictures together. That's it. We don't know nothing about nothing else outside of the just the photos that they pop up in. See, I don't, I don't, I don't label Lori Harvey as a hoe because she play every situation so well. Like, it's not, like, you know, when you, literally me, when, know you nothing. Look, when you look at Lori Harvey, I don't think ho. Like, I don't think, that's not. Are you saying how, I think the beauty? Are you how, no, I'm just saying because how she, she don't handle the situation how an average female would handle the situation. Right. Like, she, she move how she want on her terms. It'd be feeling like, you know, she, she the one in control. She getting what she want and she's skedaddling. Exactly. I, I don't think, I don't think she fucked all the people that she popped up in pictures with. But even if she did, even if she did, it was an exchange of goods. She yeah. gave them something they wanted. She got something she yeah. wanted, and she went on about her business. I agree. I agree. And I think that I think that so many women are against it because so many women didn't know how to take the time in their young years to date. And, and see what they like and what they wanted and what they would be interested in. And a lot of women stay with one man that they dated in their early 20s and yeah. keep putting up with his shit and don't know how to leave. She just know how to left when she was done and didn't want to deal with it no more. I think I'm, uh, I'm glad you said all that. I think so females, uh, I, I think females should like- <laughs> Is that too much? <laughs> no, that was perfect. I think females should try to get away from the term like ho, because if, if that's I don't what think you- it's if, if that's what you want to do, if that's what you want to do, and you understand what come with that, yeah, then that should be your decision. Like I think, I think because we from a we from small cities, it's a, the term the term "ho" is a little different because it's like you know everybody business. So yeah. you you can look at somebody and be like, damn, they'd have been with such 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 and such. But if they go to all, they gotta do is move to a new state. They no longer a hoe yeah. because nobody nobody know your past here. So. I don't think females should put too much weight on that because uh, a nigga going to accept you as you anyway. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, if you fuck. Well, my question is, how do you really know that people be fucking? Because people be lying. Yeah. Niggas be lying. But with, with niggas, niggas like, every nigga want the female that niggas ain't had. You know what I'm saying? So even if your name, if your name come up too much, You've been fucking no matter no matter if you was fucking or not. You know what I'm saying? You've yeah. been fucking. That's how niggas look at it. So um I don't think that's that's why I said the term hoe really don't mean nothing because 
you could be associated with 10 niggas and fuck three of them, you still a hoe because you associated to yeah. 10 niggas in this amount of time you or whatever it is. So I think ladies should just do what they want. And I when think you find- too. And you I hit it on the head with like yeah. us being from a small city. Cause that's like you said, people can identify with the people you are associated with. Like, exactly. oh yeah, I know dude, I know her, I know everybody. So that would make you know the whole term seem more derogatory than it really is. Especially because like we're adults you, now. Everybody's being to, associated with somebody. When you're in a small city, you have to put up with the people that uh, yeah. somebody messed with before, no matter what. You, you're going to come in contact, you're going to see. So if that number is, you know, 10, 15, if, if it's a high number, you damn near obligated to see somebody aired. And don't no nigga want that. So yeah. if if a bit if a bitch from another city moved here and she had forty bodies in another city, she has zero here. Yeah. So that's why they be saying you can move to Atlanta and your whole count start over. Yeah, I mean so, I like my cars with a little mileage on them anyway, and I typically like to get them from out of state. So <laughs> I be on car gurus looking at cars not from here, looking at them from everywhere but local. So so that so that's right yeah. up your alley. That's right. Yeah, that's right up my alley. I don't care what you had going on back at the crib. That ain't got nothing to do with me. So this this right here is a perfect topic to transition into another topic. Why are relationships slash marriages considered a goal, or is it considered a goal? And what's wrong with not wanting the, the titles, but want want everything else that comes with it? So kind of like the home girl homeboy situation. Because right. I think there's levels to that. Because eh? Some about like the way that I feel. Some about me being my age now, just girlfriend and boyfriend titles just don't sound right to me. Like saying my girlfriend, my boyfriend, like mm-hmm. that just don't sound right. Yeah. Because you been, because we live in a generation where we don't put labels on nothing, be, so we can do as we please, and that's what you've done for so many years. So it's awkward or uncomfortable for you to call somebody. But. I don't think it's that. I think it's more because with a title, people feel like this this could be like maybe the expectation is something that it shouldn't be. So I think it do, it just comes down to the communication with the two people. If we on the same page, why do we got to have a why is it? Oh, yeah, that's my girlfriend, my boyfriend. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we live in a gener- we live in a generation where it's like everything has to be showed off. You know, it's like if yeah. it ain't if you ain't posting about it, it's not happening, or you don't feel the same way about it. I think that's another reason that the boyfriend girlfriend title is something that people want to hold more weight than it should. Yeah. Now, like it's kind of I don't know it's, it it makes sense to me when I explain it, but it might not work for everybody. Some people might have to. Ha- Say like, oh yeah, this is my girlfriend. But you can have a girlfriend without saying it's my girlfriend. Yeah, I I'm not um, I'm not big on titles anymore. I mean, I've been there. I've been in that space. Like Rick said, I'm at the age where like calling somebody my girlfriend or being somebody's boyfriend just that don't that ain't really sitting well with me right now. I'm going um, from homeboy to fiance. That's my transition. <laughs> <laughs> we're just gonna uh we're just gonna be best friends for life <laughs> we for life <laughs> that's what we get. um but no it's just like rick said though it's transparency like i feel like if we both want the same things and uh you know i'm not 
I'm not here to do what I want to do. You know, right. If, uh, you know, like I said, we, we established where we are, the boundaries I set, you know, mm-hmm. everything is where it's supposed to be. It's all on the front. It's all on the front. Up front. Why should I have to call you like my girlfriend? I don't get that. Like if we doing everything that we supposed to do, I'm doing everything. I'm treating how you want to be treated, you know, and I'm making sure, you know, your wants and needs are met. My wants and needs are being met. Why do I have to jump up and say, hey, this is my girlfriend, y'all? Like, and you, the, I don't want you to think that you, like, I feel like once you put a title in it, you are, um, you are bound to it. I don't want you mm-hmm. to feel like this is the end all be all, or so I feel like you have to. Somebody, that's what it is. You said what? You don't want to disappoint somebody. Not even that. I don't want you to feel like you can't walk away from this at any given moment in time. I think, yeah, I think because I think that title make people feel like we have to make this I'm work. Stuck we with gotta it. work yeah. this out. Yeah. Like I want you to we could be perfect. We could be fine if we hit a streak, maybe like a week or so, things going bad. You feel like you want to just walk away from it. I want you to be able to feel like you can do that with no problem, not feeling like you you owe me this time or you feel like, oh, we didn't did this, that, and the third, so we got to work this out or, oh, we've been together so many years, we got to figure this out. Like, no, I want you to be able to walk away from this like nothing happened. Not necessarily nothing happened, but I want you to, you know, feel free to step away from this if you ever need to. Yeah. And no hard feelings ever felt. Right, but I mean, so here's here's what I got to say about that. This is all because we haven't, as a whole, have not been taught how to communicate, how to effectively leave situations when we are unhappy, how to move on. It's so hard to move on and let go of what does not serve us. And for so many years, we weren't taught how to communicate. If something's not working for us, we owe it like we mirror what is in front of us. We see fam, we see our parents. Like I'm not saying my parents for certain but you know like in general we say our parents they stuck it out for the sake of us you know mm-hmm. they put up with a whole yep. bunch of different shit that we probably don't even know about just to raise us as a whole but mm-hmm. you're see when you aren't happy mm-hmm. and so you can't effectively have a, a functioning family if you your kids don't know what genuine happiness is and so like in relationships, you you should be able to have a title because what if you with somebody that don't want to read between the lines? Okay, this nigga said he my homeboy, so he not gonna care if I have a conversation with so and so or I go out to eat. You you just my homeboy, right? But it's kind of a double. It's it's a double sided sword because I think it just all depends on who you're dealing with and like the yeah. type of respect, the type of respect that you hold that certain person to, or because me being your boyfriend or me being your homeboy, no, no matter what it is, we done talked about what we doing, no matter if we put a title on or not. We talked about what we doing and how we feel about each other. So yeah. I don't think me being saying I'm your boyfriend or me saying I'm your homeboy or your nigga or whatever it is, n- n- that title is not going to stop you from going out to eat or talking to another nigga. Yes, yeah. Why? Why would the title stop? I mean, if you feel like that's the space that you're in, you willing right. to in- introduce that type of energy or that person, then a title won't stop it at all. I think I think we get a lot of, I think like saying homeboy, homegirl, I think it, it's just more lax of a term. So some people might not take it as serious, but that's why I said it all depends on the two people involved because you might not want to be like, 
you know, this is my girlfriend or it, for whatever reason, you know, for whatever reason. But if it's mutual and y'all y'all really only dealing with each other, y'all have y'all got a certain level of respect where you're not doing nothing. Like it's basically like you working on a relationship term, but y'all just don't want a title. It, you can you can have that. Like you can you can have that and still be good. But I think like going back to what you said, a title keeps people in situations that they don't want to be in because they're trying to live up to that title. Yeah. No, so. but even if you have that title, you should effectively know when to leave when it doesn't serve you. And so going back to that, what Didi said, you I don't want you to feel like you have to stay. It'll be like it's not gonna make it easier to leave your homeboy or your husband or your boyfriend. It's still gonna be hard, regardless if y'all have a title or not. Y'all build y'all built a relationship, y'all built a love for each other. But, you just know when to leave and how to leave appropriately and effectively. You shouldn't. But I think what do you do you think the title brings like unwanted attention from the outside? Because you know how you're being treated. You know when you fed up. You know. But if you tell your if you tell your girls, oh yeah, I don't talk to him no more, and it was never a title, it's not gonna be no. Oh, okay, what was going on? Okay, you on you know you living. But if you be like, no, nah, we finna get a divorce that bring attention from the outside that it's like, damn, do I really want to do this? You know what I'm saying? Like, damn, there's people going to look at me crazy now because I got a divorce. I was married. I got a divorce. I mean, yeah, you don't. Some people don't care. But it is some people. I, I feel like it is some people who stayed married and went through the shit that they went through. Yeah, for the soul, soul uh, Because we, li we live too much for other people. We don't live for ourselves. Mm -hmm. So, so what do a title matter then? If we live for, if we live for ourselves, then the title should matter. Okay, but <laughs> you're missing the point. Where I'm trying to <laughs> a title, someone like don't get me wrong. I've been single for a very long time. I have not had any situations where this is my boyfriend. Anything, you know what I mean? I've been single for a long time, so I get where y'all coming from. Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to bring the women's aspect because a lot of women do want titles. Women right. want titles. They want they somebody to be their boyfriend. But we live in a society where a lot where I can't post my nigga. My nigga probably inboxing three, four other girls. I'm embarrassed. I am. I you know, you can have a healthy functioning relationship at with a boyfriend without having to put it online. You yeah. don't have, I'm very private. If I had a boyfriend, I probably wouldn't post them just because yeah. I'm private in general. What is sacred to me, you know, yeah. what's close to me, I keep it sacred. I try to yeah. keep it out of the limelight. So every, like, I just feel like you can have a title. You can leave when you need to. You don't have to stay in nothing. But because we see this in the older generation around us, we're going to keep mirroring it until we, you know what I mean? Until yeah. we just decide to choose differently. We don't have to stay in nothing. I can, I can have a boyfriend and be like, you know what? It ain't working for me. I got to leave him. I'll leave him. That's just it. That's how everybody should be. But we hold on to shit. And make ourselves miser miserable and shit. I think uh actually hearing you talk about it and like us actually going through it makes me kind of get to a realization of the point where, where I deal with where I'm bothered by the title. I mean, one, I think it's like some PTSD from like my parents. I seen my people stick around for some shit they should have never stuck around for. I seen my mama stick around and not be happy and not put herself first. So to be bound by a title because of like Rick said, it's like outside looking in. She didn't want to be like oh, I'm leaving my husband. So like you leave your, you know, you divorce your husband. It's like, okay, you failed as a woman or he failed as a man. It's like, so those titles kind of bounded them together. 
And then it's just like, we don't, like you said, we didn't know how to walk away from stuff when it don't work. Like if the shit lasts 10 years or two weeks, if this shit don't look like how it was supposed to look like or how I envisioned it looked like, I should be able to walk away from this with no problem. And I think that's more so like my issue is like, if I say you my girlfriend, I was like, damn, we're gonna have to stick this out for a minute. Like at least gotta make it, try at least attempt to make it work versus like, okay, yeah, I can call you my girlfriend today. If this shit ain't working by Wednesday, I'm gonna get the fuck on and I should be totally okay to do that. So I think that's my, I'm gonna dig a little bit deeper on that. I'm gonna holler at my, my therapist, man. I'm gonna me and him gonna chop it up and write some notes down when I get up out of here. Me and him gonna chop it up about that because uh, I think that's more so like my dealing with it is uh, um, some previous shit that I've seen firsthand and just the fact that, like I said, is um, the outside, we just being bound by it. Like I don't wanna feel bounded by just because I call you something, that means we gotta stick together. Like just, like saying, just because we family, that means we got to be tight. We got to be close. Like, no, you do some wild shit, I'm, I damn near shoot you. I don't give a fuck how close we are. No, for real, though. But so. it's because we we worry about, we have our conscious, like our subconscious, we worry about how the other person's going to feel about what we're doing to make ourselves feel better. A lot of people do, though. Like, you shaking your hair, a lot of, I don't. Whatever I, I do for me is for me. I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? That's how I feel. That's how I feel. I've gotten myself to this place that I come first. Like nothing is, if you disrupt my peace, you got to go. Like it's for anybody, friends, family, stranger, anybody. You have to go because I've been in so so many dark places Mm -hmm. trying to please everybody else and help other people and not take time to myself because I was worried about other people that I ended up crashing and burning, you know what I mean? So now I have got my place to a healthy place where it's me and whatever anybody feels about decisions I make for myself, that's on them. They have to deal with that. That's their yeah. problem. That's not my problem. See, but in a relationship, you can't always think like that though. Yes, you can. You can't, you, you gotta be selfish. Like, I mean. You, you. It's time where you can be selfish, but it's also time that you can't be selfish. You can't be like, okay, this is good for me because what's good for you might not good be good for y'all as a unit. So it's times where you might be like, yeah, this this would be a good look for me or a good move for me, but us as a unit for whatever reason it's not a good look. You you can't be like that in when you're in a relationship. You I you think, can be you can't be selfish when you're in a relationship because you I, you no longer moving for you or and I yourself. think that's where that we talked about like that transparency come in and like right. you gotta be put on the floor. Like if an opportunity was to present itself, say for is that you might be presented with an opportunity to work somewhere out of state and you in a relationship, your person, you know. For whatever reason, can't come with you. Yes, but you gotta, hey, this is my, for my personal advancement. Like, hey, this is the space I've been trying to get to. This is what I wanna do. This is gonna make me happy. This is gonna bring me peace. This is gonna bring me to, you know, I'm crossing off goals. It's gonna bring me closer to where I wanna be in life. Like you gotta be able to say those things and be like, this is what I wanna do. And this is what's gonna bring me peace. Like I can't give you a good version of me if I'm not the best version for my to myself. So right. you gotta be able to be selfish in a way, not selfish in a place to where you're doing whatever and you're doing on your own. But if something presents itself and it's good for you, you should be able to, you know, at least invite it in and see what it's gonna look like. Cause like, don't just shut it off because, oh yeah, this is not gonna work for my other person. Like, no, nah, let's let's bring it all to the table. Let's put it all on the floor. Let's see what, how it's gonna work out and it should go from there. Because, and I agree because 
let me tell you, if you are with somebody that does not support something you want to do for yourself, that's going to better you. Anybody that really loves you and fucks with you, they're going to let you, they're going to let you chase your dreams. They're either going to meet you or they're going to choose to live their own life. And that's what you have to be okay with. But anybody that you, that truly loves you and true, because I know if I really love you, I want you to be happy. So if I'm going to hold you back, we're going to have to leave. I don't want to stop you from some shit you really want to do. What kind of person, and I can't come, what kind of person would I be to hold you back from that? Like, like that's why you got to look at who you fucking with. Because anybody that's going to talk down talk or try to take you away from some shit that genuinely feeds you and makes you happy, you need to leave them alone. That's not the person for you. I agree. I, I would never I'll stop nobody. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I would never <laughs> stop nobody from, uh, from Dude. doing nothing or I, I wouldn't expect nobody to stop me from doing something I want to do, but that's why it's different strokes for different folks. Cause it is some people who fuck their life up because they had an opportunity to go do something, but you know, they yeah. stayed down with, with somebody who wasn't really on shit. So it, it, it happened. It's going to continue to happen. It always will happen. But I think at some points, like you said, you do got to be selfish for for your own self. If you got your own shit you want to accomplish, you're going to have to do that. But yeah. in a relationship, and I, I ain't been married, but I can only imagine, especially in a marriage, like it's going to be some shit where it's like you, you might have to take this other decision for your family or, you know, your husband, or your kid, whatever. So I don't think it's always going to work. It, like being selfish ain't always the answer, but it definitely is sometimes where you just got to say, you know, this one for me. And, and let me tell you this, like, this is not even a, this is not even a skin tone conversation, but I see Caucasian people do it all the time. Yeah, my husband's over in Seattle uh, traveling, doing, and I stay here with the kids. Like, people do it all the time. Men let their wives go off and do things like, it's doable. We just weren't taught that. We weren't taught, we were taught that we have to sacrifice our whole life for who we're with or our kids. And we don't have to do that. And that's why you need to teach your kids to be selfish. You need to teach them to be selfish. And because once they fulfill themselves, they're confident within themselves, nobody can stop that. And they're only going to attract the right people. You know what I mean? And so like, you just have to teach your kids those type of scenarios so that everything can expand and we're not just the trauma, the trauma, the, the generational trauma over and over and over again. That's what you got to. So I know we kind of strayed from the, from the subject, but at, with all of that being said, is marriage a goal for either one of y'all? No. No oh, wait, actually, well, learning this new information that I just uncovered, uh, <laughs> I'm going uh, to take that back. You know, I'm going to do my own homework on it, do my own research on it, and I'm going to get back to y'all. But as of right now, no, it's not a goal for me. Um, I'm Like I said, we're going to be for lifers, you know, homies, homies yeah. for life. We can get matching tats. We can, you know, vacate. We can do all that, all that fun stuff. That's terrible. I, For me, because I had such a closed off mentality to men and I had bad experiences with men for a very long time I was like I'm not getting married I'm not having kids I'm not doing none of that shit just because of my experiences were terrible and let me rephrase that just because of the niggas you was picking (laughs) your your choice you're the niggas you chose to deal with because I like wait wait talking about because I a lot of females be like men this men that no 
the men yeah. that you chose to interact oh, with. You let me finish, guy. Right, right, yeah, right. yeah. My bad, my bad. Can I finish? Go ahead. Because of because of my previous experiences for a very long time, I was in that space. Like I'm not, I'm not doing titles. I'm not getting married. I'm not doing nothing. I don't want to be disappointed by anyone. I'm not doing that. But now that I'm in a different space in my life there's a possibility I just want somebody that I can live with before we even get that serious in the kids and stuff you know what I mean I want somebody I can travel with try new things like I'm okay with being a mother that's a little bit older I'm okay with that as long as I get to live my life how I wanted to Mm. and accomplish the things that I want to accomplish so if a man comes along and he can help me grow even more than I am growing I most definitely will get married that's not a problem but here, hell no. But you know what I mean? Once we, you know, once my life is in a different, like in a different space, I think it will come. I think that changed too. Like a lot of females these days, they want to be at a certain spot personally before they have kids or get married, which, you know, I mean, when I say a lot of females, I don't mean like, you know, the, the shit that we see every day on social media, because at our age, people at least got one kid by now. So if you are age with no kids, whoo, you dodge a few bullets. But yeah. I think I think um, I definitely want to get married one day. I don't I'm not opposed to marriage at all. Um, I, I didn't grow up in a, a household where it was two parents. It was only my mom. So that's something I want to experience. You know, I want to be able to have a family, you know, come home kids there, wife there, that type of shit, house on the hill type thing. So I'm definitely going to get married one day, but it's not a rush. I'm not, uh, it's not like I have a, a timeline. Like by this day, this age, I want to be married. Um, I'm just kind of going with the flow. I think, I think, you know, the longer you build with a person, the easier marriage will be. I don't understand. I don't understand how people can uh, meet each other and be married a year later or two years later, just because of, they age or you know they want to rush and i'm straight i don't give a fuck if we've been you know, doing this for 10 years i don't give a fuck if we've been doing us for 10 years and we've been rocking heavy for 10 years and i'm not i don't think it, it should be like that so yeah. i fall but, a little quick though so you're, you're the man that's ready to receive that type of stage or that type of love god will give that to you you know what i mean because when I go into, like, I really want to be a married man when I go into a marriage. Like, I'm only doing it once. Like, I'm, it's right. not, no, it's not, it's, we ain't getting divorced. So I don't give a fuck. We hate each other. We stand in this marriage. <laughs> but that's, I, I want to make sure that I'm, you know, fully equipped or ready to to be married. I ain't just trying to be married just because I want to be married. So right. I think that'll help me in the long run. And one day y'all going to get invites to my wedding. I, I was about to say, I feel like you can get married. Yeah. I feel it. It's coming. I can't wait till you get married, Stink. Me either. So <laughs> now, What's been, next? We've been a little too deep. Well, actually, kind of, kind of. Our, our episode today is kind of deep. So it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. We got a mental health professional here, so you, you did what you you doing what you're supposed to do. So, I, I mean, the, uh, we had a few other topics that we kind of touched on, um, like emotionally checked out, we wanted to talk about, but we kind of talked about that a little yeah. bit. Um, you know, we kind of said, if if you feel like it's it's time to go, it should be time to go. Right. I don't really want to talk about that Derek Jackson nigga. That nigga weird. All that shit is weird. 
I think I think just because of our podcast and we always talk about the hottest shit on the streets, we got to touch on it. Um, <laughs> I, I, I just would like to I just would like to say this. The only thing the only thing I didn't really know what was going on before. I didn't I never heard of him before this situation. I didn't know what he was or nothing like that. But that's what happened. That's what you get. That that's yeah. what you get. No, like who? Oh, I think it was uh, Envy said it. Like they talked about it on the Breakfast Club, and nobody perfect. When you portraying a perfect life, and that you this perfect person, right? The the especially a public perfect person, the first imperfection you gonna get just dog walked, and right. it just so happened that his imperfection was a big one. And yeah. you got your, your wife sitting next to you looking crazy while you holding her hand tight as hell like you're going to kill her. Um, yeah. And then she come out. It, it, when, when his wife made that video responding, like talking about her bonnet being the uh, helmet, helmet of salvation. Of salvation. <laughs> uh, when, <laughs> yeah, she made a... This how I knew like together they were sick and I know like they definitely get SSI checks each month oh, because... Um, he made a video reacting to his video, and then she made a video talking about a bonnet is a helmet of salvation. So, honestly, I think they made for each other because they both a little slow. And yeah, they get first of the month checks, but it's just go to show you like you're not per- nobody perfect. You shouldn't try to portray a perfect life, right. um, which the internet make everybody feel like they have to be this perfect person, or you always got to have this amount of money or this amount of clothes you got to stay up with this amount of drip you got to have this car if you ain't not getting a house at this age then you fo- so just one of them them things that the internet make people do weird shit right. yeah and that shit was was weird as fuck it's easier to be happy on the internet it's yeah. it's way easy because it's only a snapshot in time like you know just yeah. like so I think people, I, I think our generation, you know, we was kind of like the first generation that really had to deal with the internet all the time. Hopefully, by the time our kids come up, it's not, it's more watered that shit down. Gonna be fucking worse. Yeah, I was about to say, it's terrible. I don't, I don't think, I don't think it will be. I think it's going to be a, it's going to be a slight, like, transition. But I think by the time our kids is our age, the internet will be watered down because you know, like, I, I or it could be opposite because they, they went outside to really see, like, hey. This is what you were before the internet. Now you damn there only know people from the internet when you when you growing up. So, but I, I also I see hope- like the younger kids, um, they're more raw on the internet. Like they'll show like when they're going through shit and they bad days and when they ain't all the way put together, they'll post pictures and stuff. Versus our generation is like, okay, we only can post when we out of town, when we dressed up, when shit going good. Like kids on TikTok be posting. Room be fucked up, piss <laughs> bottles everywhere. <laughs> like they show it from the from the, like they really show shit from the ground up. So I mean, it may get more transparent, which also I think is dangerous. Always a good thing, especially when it comes to the internet. So um, yeah, I don't know how uh, really put that shit in the hands of the younger generation. Yeah, I but I think I think it's like I feel like this generation like us and under I feel like they're gonna be the generation that embraces people more be more understanding I hope that they blow out racism but you know racism is taught so yeah might, some of them might still get it but I just feel like they're gonna be a different 
type of generation. Oh yeah, definitely, De- definitely. I mean, with all, they got they got so many tools. Like they'll have so many tools, and like, I just be looking at my daughter sometimes. Like she would literally be on her tablet playing a game for like hours. Yeah. I don't let I don't let my daughter do the TikTok or nothing like that. I, I think she's too young for that. But she do love Roblox, and she'll be on that game for hours. And it's like. I just don't understand. Like as a kid, I wanted to go outside. Like from the time, yeah, that I, I, as soon as I woke up, I was ready to go outside and do something. I was so, mad as hell when I had to sit in the house. Man, that was that was really punishment. Like sitting in the house was really punishment. These niggas right now, as long as they can have a tablet or something, you can sit them in the house for two weeks straight. They don't care about none of that. So, do you think kids nowadays have imaginations like we did when we were younger? Nope. Um, have them at all. I, my daughter do have a good imagination. I don't, it's partly from herself, but it's also partly from like watching people on YouTube. Like, yeah, like all those tablets and, you know, sitting kids in front of a tablet. My daughter do learn a lot of stuff from like watching the, the YouTube people, like the YouTubers in LA. So she learned, oh, yeah. she actually do learn a lot of stuff and she do have an imagination. Like she went to LA with her mom and yeah, I saw she, that. they look so cute. She was so happy to find out like that's where YouTubers live at. She like that, that was like, Like she couldn't wait to tell me. So I think she do have an imagination, but I can also see how kids couldn't have an imagination because you got somebody speaking or doing everything for you. But l- luckily, my daughter is she's smart and she, she you know she know how to think for herself. So it sounds, um, yeah, it sounds like you're letting her be innocent. I am because I think it's my job as a dad because I have a daughter to protect her innocence for as long as I could because. Yeah. It's gonna definitely come a day where it's like I can't do shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, but with, with a son, I think it would be different. So I, I be telling people all the time, like I would parent different. I think with a son because it's like we gotta get this little nigga ready for the real world. Like ain't nobody really gonna, you know, sit here. And, I don't know. Yeah. It's really the it's the same. I mean, like my son, his innocence is like at, at some point in time, it's gonna be some shit I ain't gonna never be able to take like protect him from. I do just but, make. Sure, I feel like. I get that, but as a dad with a daughter and being just being a dude anyway, like females got to endure a lot of shit in that, like that teenage to like early 20. Like they really got to do a lot of self searching and finding themselves. And, you know, yeah. they got to go through a lot of shit where dudes is just kind of going with the flow through that. You know what I'm saying? You go, I, I don't know, because that's a lot of niggas fall by the wayside during that time. Like niggas get involved in shit that they probably shouldn't be getting into. Yeah. Um, they find false sense of identity in a lot of places, and especially if like they're not getting the love and the support that they're supposed to get at home. Because I mean, the world, especially a black man's enemy. So, and a lot of our parents—I won't say our parents, but like that generation of parents—grew up trying to be the first, like, want to be your first enemy. Like, you don't have to be my enemy at the crib. Yeah. Like, crazy. I want him to be able to, you know come to me, talk to me, we gonna chop it up about whatever, like, I really feel like, I don't, sometimes I feel like he's not my son, it's just like I got a little brother that I have to watch out for yeah, and yeah. make sure he know the rope, because yeah. like, I would hate for him to try to find out some shit that I could have told him about. Right. I could run it by him, like, yeah, you know, this is how it's gonna go down, or this is some shit you probably should watch out for, or like, hey, this how it, niggas will put it in front of you like this, and it really look like something else. So, uh, I, it's really the same, like, I let him you know, explore his imagination as much as he possibly wants to at the crib. You know, he, he got free reign, so pretty much whatever. 
I try not to keep too much from him because I want him to be able to see it here first. Because I would hate for him to get an experience of some shit that he can't get at home and he get it outside and then he get hooked to it and he trying to adapt to it and be that and he don't have to. Right. The thing I like about my daughter, she asks a lot of questions. Um, sometimes I hate it. Uh, matter of fact, probably, probably, probably more of the times than I like it, I hate it. But I like that about her. You know, like, I think she, she like with the people that she's been around me, her mom, she 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 get a raw like we don't really hold nothing back if she ask it like we may not introduce something to her but if she ask about something you know we'll, we we of course you know she only six so we ain't just oh yeah the world fucked up baby you know it's gonna be ugly out here for you <laughs> we ain't really doing but we try to give her realistic expectations so um i got a beautiful daughter i really appreciate her um she uh like Didi said, most days it don't feel like I'm a dad. I'm going on seven years. I really don't be feeling like a dad, but I be feeling like more of a big brother sometimes. But yeah. I think that's like as she's getting older and as I'm getting older and I'm learning this, of course, it's my first child. So yeah. as I'm learning how to parent, what to do here, what, to, you know, I think my next kid, when I do have a next kid, they probably going to be pissed because it's going to be like, I'm going to be a real dad. Like, <laughs> niggas going to be, <laughs> niggas going to be foot down all the time type shit. No, but don't, though. Don't, though. Don't. I ain't going to be that strict, but it's like, I'm going to know, okay, that this worked. You know, we might have to tweak this. So, it, I, don't, I don't think my second kid, not saying it's going to be a terrible experience, but I don't think my second kid is going to get like, because my first kid, we both learning together. I had a kid at 20, you know, two days before I turned 21. I had a kid and shit, I was still a kid. I ain't really, that shit ain't hit me till I was leaving the hospital. Like, damn, this little nigga stuck with me forever. So <laughs> I think my second kid is gonna, it's gonna be a little bit different, but. Um, I think you should still establish that kind of relationship just because I grew up where my parents are extremely young. Like my mom was 16 when she had me. So she was extremely, extremely strict on everything I did. Like. If I got anything below B, I was getting grounded. And I understand now that I'm older, it's because of she grew up, she may have been in a predicament where school wasn't enforced on her. My grandparents came mm. from a working generation. Right. They mm. got to work. You got to work, 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 stay at this job for years. And that's, you got to have money coming in. And that's just what's important to them. It wasn't like you have to go be this and that in school and going to all the conferences and stuff so I get it but I, I didn't have social media I didn't have a phone until I was like 15 like and this is a young mom that I grew up with and she but she still was this strict on me I mean I had everything I wanted I traveled did everything I wanted to do but she was strict so I'm just telling you don't be strict and allow her to Oh, yeah. I mean, like strict like that, because uh, I came up in a household where it wasn't strict at all. Like, right. Like literally nothing. So the way that I grew up and then seeing the way that people with strict households grew up, like, I feel like people with strict households, the older they get, the harder they get. They they, ha they have a harder time adapting to like real life and, and oh, what's yeah. going on, because they they just used to somebody doing something or telling them what to do all the time or taking care. So. I mean strict like that because I think that you have to give kids free reign in some areas. You have to let them go out and bump their head to figure out because I can tell you something all day, but if you ain't never felt what that feel like, because um, you fucked up yourself, you ain't never gonna learn from that. So right. 
I, I think that's like one of the biggest one of the um, biggest lessons that I took growing up is like I'm, I'm not going to be no strict. Oh, no, you can't do this because you you, once you get a chance to do that, it's going to be over because this mm-hmm. is new to you. You know, like the, like I said, I came up in a like real unstrict, like 14. We out the house till midnight and shit. But it was a lot of us. You know, we I grew up with all my cousins and, and siblings, so. They just figure shit. It's enough of y'all to where y'all will be straight wherever y'all go. So, but that helped me see like, okay, I went, I got to go do this. I ain't really like that. You know what I'm saying? So I got the option to choose whether I want to do it again, rather than, oh, everybody else doing this and I can't do it. So that's why I want to do it type thing. Yeah. I, I agree. I agree. But I think, I also think that growing up in a strict lifestyle like when you're strict it break it breaks your child's confidence within right. themselves you know oh, what I mean? yeah. so like you just i don't know it's crazy i don't want to go that deep because we already keep going deep so we're not gonna go that deep. but you know what i mean like when you strict it really it does mess with your child's confidence and then your children are going to end up living their life for you worried about yeah. making certain decisions for you trying to please you so you have to be relaxed. I ain't got no kids, but I just, you know, my take, my reflection on life, you gotta let your kids be who they are. True. Yeah, that's why I said like parents, the generation that raised us where a lot of parents were trying to be our first enemy versus our first friend. Like, Definitely. don't make this shit hard already. Then I gotta go out into the world and this shit hard too. Like, damn, where the love at? And then that's, like right. I said, that's where niggas find you know, false sense of uh, security in places that they shouldn't be finding it, like in the streets or in drugs or shit, you know, extracurricular activities that could possibly land them in situations that could jeopardize their freedom. So, yeah. I agree. I agree. What else we got, Rick? That's it? I think that's going to wrap us up. I think that's going to wrap up episode six with our (sighs) homie, Shy Glizzy. We appreciate you. The homie, we appreciate not the home you. Girl. That's a disclaimer. Yeah, not the home girl, the homie. <laughs> yeah, thank you for uh for, for sliding on us. We appreciate you. Well, thanks for having me. Sorry we got too deep today. No, well, that's, that's, sure. that's 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 really what we brought you on here for. We know yeah, yeah, we, we I mean, know your bag, so yeah, yeah, you know yeah, we so set it up for you to get in your bag. Yeah, we 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 my, we toned it down. We we weren't trying to have you on some other shit. This 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 was, <laughs> this was catered for you. Now, if we'd have caught Shy Glizzy about three, four years back, this would have been a different type of time on here. But yeah, yeah, we'd have, we'd have had some. Other I mean, shit you up. know, I'm still that same person. I'm just, you know, you reserved with it. I feel you. you, you. Um, I'm still me. I still got the same personality. <laughs> I'm doing the same shit. I'm getting old. So, shout out to our listeners. Episode six is in the books. Um, this one might not be the the usual shit that y'all listen to, but it's it's some game on here. So. Continue to continue to tap in and we'll be back with episode seven. Sure.